The Pitt Panthers were road warriors last year going unbeaten away from Heinz Field. That focus and mentality must be cranked up again in the coming weeks. First up, a crossover foe in the Louisville Cardinals. We discuss that and more on this week's Hail to Pit podcast. finishing it in these final 30 minutes. Well, you know, it happened in, it happened in West Virginia. We're knocked off number two. It happened in South Carolina. It's happening in Pittsburgh today. Our guys had a lot of guts tonight. We're just going to keep getting better. I mean, it's just, that's what it is. One home game that you will never, ever forget. We shocked the world. Hail to Pitt. Hail to Pitt. This is the week of October 22nd, 2022, and this it's the Hail to Pit podcast. I'm Alan. And I'm Vince. Pitt had no opponent last weekend, but they still took a couple L's to the transfer portal and the injury bug. How much does that affect them this week against Louisville? Vince, how many yards will Izzy run for this week? How many touchdowns? Why is Syracuse so good? What is going on? Who is doing this? I need you to answer all these questions for me this week. Yeah, there's a lot going on here <laughs> on a bi- after a bye week. A, lo- a lot to, to unpack, if you will. And uh, we'll try to sort it out this week ahead of this b- big primetime matchup on Saturday. Oh, I, hate- I officially hate primetime ACC matchups. Can I say that? I think we all do after the last one. I'm not looking forward <laughs> to this kickoff time. Even though I'm on the West Coast, it'll still be light out when Pitt kicks off on Saturday. Uh, I, I'm not sure how I feel about them, but uh, it, it, it's not something we can control. So we, we just go out there and play our game regardless. We can't control it, but I mean, you know, kickoff times are important to college football teams. Take a look at LSU just a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. This 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 could be damaging. So we're, we're going to have to talk about that. Of course, the players, the coaches, their schemes, and everything in between. Let's get it going. At H2P Show on Twitter is where you can follow us, talk to us, interact, send us memes or memes, if you like to say it that way. Social media, at H2P Show. Hail to Pit Podcast, if you email and you want to email us, hail the number two pitpodcast at gmail.com. And I don't need to tell you how to spell hail, uh, which way to spell it, because you're a Pit fan and you're smart. Hail to you. We appreciate you and all the feedback you give us on social media, on the emails, and of course, other places like Reddit, Panther Lair. A week off when you see transfer portal movements, rumors, bagmen, innuendo. It's all fun, and it flies there. And, man, I love it. I love the internet, every corner of it, even the dark corners. We appreciate all of you. And we appreciate our great sponsors and really tag team partners in this venture every week, Pretty Easy Podcasts. You can go to prettyeasypodcast.com. They help you with your podcast. Simple as that when it comes to scheduling and meeting online to record a show sound good insert all your gimmicks like we have with the intro and any sound effects vince wants on the fly sometimes vince tells him he wants crazy sounds and they put it in there you're probably hearing music we're not hearing it right now while we're talking right here they did that and they'll do that for you it's so easy it's so affordable most importantly and not even they haven't even adjusted for inflation vince they're kind of crazy, but most importantly, they're easy and fun to work with. And you could 
do the same as we do with Pretty Easy Podcasts by going to prettyeasypodcast.com. Because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. Do you have an easy week off from pit action, Vince, or were your stress levels and blood pressure still high? I, I, I suppose uh, it was a pretty easy week. I, th- I think we all needed it, uh, and I think we we're coming into this game refreshed and, and ready to go. I'm feeling good. I'm I'm still it's it's like midseason uh, exhaustion is lurking, but I think I could over overcome it. This game will determine a lot for yep. the rest of the season. Uh, every every week is going to be like this, at least for the next few weeks, uh, because it's kind of do or die now for Pitt when it comes to an ACC championship and the hopes and dreams that and goals they set out for the beginning of the season. And when you see some other teams having the success they're having. And you see what Pitt's been capable of and some of their issues. We got to wonder, where is the Pitt ceiling? And I honestly, Vince, I still do not know. I think this week <laughs> will really prove a lot, though. A quality opponent in a in a hostile environment. I feel like we're going to learn the most we've learned about the Pitt Panthers this week. Yep, yep. We, uh, we, we talked at length last week about uh, stuff that needs to be improved upon. And we will find out if they've improved upon it or not. Because if they have not, they, they will lose this game. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, a fired-up Louisville Cardinal team at home. Uh, this team, Allen, uh, three and three on the year. You may be thinking, oh, well, this isn't you know some some you know top-flight competition. But I, I'll disagree a little bit. This team could easily be five and one. Uh, lost a very close game to, to Florida State. A lot, a close game to Boston College. Uh, that they were ahead in the fourth quarter. Both those games, uh, they got blasted by Syracuse week one, which doesn't look so bad right now. Quality <laughs> loss. But, uh, it, you know they've uh, you know, they beat uh, Central Florida, South Florida, and Virginia. Uh, uh, on on the road, the three and three. So, and, and some some of those games, uh, their quarterback Malik Cunningham, uh, who will be talking at length here, uh, he's been banged up, uh, uh several times this year, probably because he's been running so much. Uh, but uh, yeah, coming off a bye week, he's expected to be healthy and ready to go. Uh, from everything I understand, uh, even though this is rather early in the week, here rec- recording this on a Tuesday this week. Um, but it sounds like he's he's going to be uh, uh, ready to play, so it's going to be a, a a big uh, a big test for the Panthers here on a, on a Saturday night. And I think one they're definitely capable defensively of handling Malik Cunningham, quality quarterback, good college quarterback, super athletic, can make plays, make something out of nothing. He's their leading uh, rusher. He mm-hmm. actually is rushing for more yards than any receivers receiving. For he's <laughs> he is their offense. Yep. Uh, uh, but don't forget, Tyon Evans is a, a Tennessee transfer. Uh, they have him at running back, so it's not like they have a bunch of uh, jabronis on yep. this offense. They have guys that can move the ball, make plays, and Pitt's going to have to run because I think speed will be the name of the game for Louisville and maybe taking shots down the field and see how accurate they can be. And you know Pitt's going to let you do that and see yeah. what you could do with well, it. Well, uh, absolutely. Uh, certainly, no stranger to uh, to uh, you know daring teams to make some throws. But uh, Alan, I got to be a little concerned here uh, about this running attack of Louisville, uh, with how good they've been and how bad Pitt's uh, run defense has been uh, the past you know, you know th- this year. Um, this is a team in Louisville. 
Uh, you know, they got, you know, we, you know, talked about, uh, you talked about Tyon Evans. They got a host of running backs there, uh, who have all rushed for over 200 yards, uh, uh, this year. So, um, individually, so, you know, they got, you know, they got several guys they could give the ball to, you know, Cunningham averaging 6.4 yards per rush. Uh, that's, that's very high. This is a team, Alan, you know, on a third and seven, they are not afraid to call a, call a designed quarterback run. And and have uh, Cunningham just go make a play and get a first down. Uh, so I am, I, you know, just the the I don't know if you call it lack, just undisciplined nature that we've seen, uh, just uncharacteristic uh, of this uh, of this pit uh, run defense. It's got to be better uh, this week, Allen, or they're they're going to be in some serious trouble. Yeah, the the run defense needs to be disciplined. I think pit up against the run, a running quarterback against this quarterback in particular, uh, they've looked all right, and I think they can handle the quarterback scram. I think they the Hendon Hooker for the most part, Pitt did a pretty good job with him. Uh, mm-hmm. So a quarterback like like that that you have to fear on the on the ground uh, is something I think Pitt's capable of handling. But then you talk about those running backs, three of them all capable of gashing you and really it's just simple things maintaining an edge not giving up cutback lanes and and being smart about where you place yourself and i i think pit will be fine pit can tackle pit pit can can cover downfield they can they can catch a guy running past them but just being in the right place is really the important yeah, thing. This week. I, I agree with you, and and one thing, and I this is where I really think they're going to, have to be in the right place here because you you brought up uh, Hendon Hooker for Tennessee. That's a quarterback uh, that is looking to throw bombs down the yeah. field, but is not afraid to run. Cunningham, he's not going to show any hesitation if he sees a lane there. He is going to take off, and he can hurt you. Uh, so I think you really got to be quick to react. Uh, t- to a quarterback run uh, going against uh, this Cardinal attack, uh, I, th- I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be difficult, Alan. Uh, even in some of these losses, they put up a, a lot of points. Uh, e- even dis- despite running the ball so much, uh, it's it's going to it's going to be tough. Uh, I'm hoping that a lot of the uh, you know injured, banged up players they've had on defense. You, you know, you know, Haba, Haba Baldonado, uh, Deslin Alexandra. Hopefully those guys are back at 100% full strength or as much as you can be uh, at this point in the season coming off a of bye week. Yes, they did play, you know, against Virginia Tech, uh, but, you know, maybe they weren't 100%. They certainly did not, you know, haven't been making the plays that we expect uh, from uh, those particular individuals, they're going to need to do that this week. Those defensive events are going to be critical. Oh, absolutely. And I, I, th- I like the week off g- going into this game. A, a team like this that you're going to have to maybe chase down a bit and really uh, but prevent from having those those breakthrough you know, gashes right, right in that hole that they choose to go through and they just hit it on a dime. That's what they're capable of doing. But when it comes to that style, it's, you sound very worried, and rightfully so. This is a, a quality opponent. But the cutback and the, the yeah. hesitation-type runners is what killed Pitt this year, right? I think th- this type of team where you just go, I think Pitt is more equipped maybe to stop a Louisville 
running attack than some other running attacks. Well, I, I will say that I, I'm just uh, maybe I'm thinking about this Georgia Tech game a little bit too yes, much, where course. the quarterback did the quarterback did run for the uh, on them on them quite a bit. Uh, Jeff Sims fourth fourth uh, quarter uh, especially. My yeah, goodness. So yeah, you know they you know we certainly can't have that. Uh, so I, I mean, if it's been it's been several different uh, things that they they've been attacked uh in in different manners but they, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to figure out a way to do that linebacker play g- gonna be key bengali kamara solomon de shields you know shane simon those guys uh Servassier dennis are gonna have to be on it this week they're gonna have to be in position uh they're gonna have to make key tackles that's what this i think to me that's what this game comes down to and of course splash plays turnovers and game-breaking moments, which they're very capable of doing. But even when you make those, you still can give up big plays. These college football games, they're never-ending. And you cannot stop. You can't get gassed. And hopefully yeah. Pitt has the cardio and the strength and conditioning for this game. I think it's going to be that type of situation going all the way to the fourth quarter. Now onto the offense, though, Vince. Uh, Pitt's offense going into this uh, with two players now off of the team, one due to injury, one due to transfer portal. Uh, but they still have uh, this guy who a couple weeks ago I think broke a school record yeah. <laughs> for rushing. So they're going to be all right. But you know that's a it's been a, a, a pretty interesting week when it comes to the pit offense losing a couple of players in Carter Warren yeah. and Jaden Bradley. Yeah, Carter Warren. Uh, you know he's uh, you know got hurt earlier this year. Uh, finally ruled out by coach for the for the rest of the season. Um, very disappointing for the, for this young man. Uh, he has been uh, uh, just very good, very solid, great, great uh, leader, great, yeah. great, great captain. Yeah, so that's a total yeah. bummer. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, he can make a full recovery and and get to the NFL. I think he can. I think he's that good. I know uh, a team that would would love to draft a player <laughs> like him. not too far. Well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, and well, I mean, if if they decide to even take one, uh, I, I will say. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is uh, th- you know he hasn't been playing the past several weeks, so you know, uh, you know, a Branson Taylor uh, uh, who, who's been playing a lot of left tackle uh, off the bench. You know, we'll see what they decide to do with with, with Mac Gonzalez and Gabe Hoy, how they decide to uh, deploy those tackles, but I. To me, you know, I mean, yeah, it's a big blow, uh, but that's you know you got some some quality depth uh, on on offense on offensive line. You know these guys have been getting some reps, so we'll we'll see what they're all about. Uh, it's it's disappointing that that so many of these offensive linemen from from that great group that came back have, have been hurt so much. But we're gonna have to go without it. And, and like you said, Alan, you know, they're still setting rushing records, uh, you know, even without even with some of these guys hurt. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be very interested to see, uh, you know, if, you know, certainly if they could keep it going, but also, you know, maybe hopefully we get a Rodney Hammond back in the lineup this week. I am hoping that, that that's the case. Uh, you know, it you certainly don't want to have to have Izzy carry the ball every single time. Uh, it would be really great to get a Rodney Hammond back. And more importantly for uh, the sidecar and pass protection aspect, because I would say he's probably their best option to stand back there and, uh, protect, help protect Slovis and, you know, maybe give uh, cradle, cradle or, or, you know, the, the help that he so desperately needs because we've yeah. been seeing Pitt at, uh, in the middle of that offensive line 
Center in particular has been dreadful, so something to keep an eye on offensively, I think, this week is pressure up the middle, protecting Slovis, keeping him comfortable because he's not going to tuck and run. No matter how much he should or you, you may think he it looks like it's there for him, he's going to stand in there even with something right in his face and try to hit someone who's open or just take a sack. Unfortunately, that's the style of player he is. And, you know, maybe if you had a little bit more more time, which I feel like the guy gets enough time, Vince, it's a whole other debate on maybe it's a square peg in a round hole situation, I think, with uh, the style of player he is coming in to this season. But Slovis is going to need more protection up the middle regardless, and that's something I have my eye on uh, going against Louisville. And I think uh, Pitts should be able, should be able to uh, handle uh, this Louisville defensive front. Yeah, I I, I would think so. Uh, but um, as as we've seen, we we've seen some some breakdowns there. Uh, but I I do I do agree with you, Alan. I I think that this Louisville defense can be had. Slovis, this is this is you know. Uh, probably what I'm most interested in seeing in this game. You know, I, I said that the key was going to be, uh, you know, you know, pit stopping, uh, you know, the, the rushing attack from Louisville. I, I think that's the key to the game. But, but uh, what I'm most interested in seeing is how Slovis comes out and looks in this game. Uh, you know, we talked at length last week, you know, what has happened to this guy? He, he looked great, you know, at the beginning of the year, get, gets a concussion, gets hurt, you know, comes back, doesn't look the same. He's had a week off. Is he going to be better? Is he going to, you know, return to form? Uh, is he going to be on the same page with these receivers, Alan? Uh, you know, Jaden Bradley not going to be there transferring and their transfer portal. It seemed like he was getting more and more reps uh, the past couple of weeks. Not quite sure, uh, you know, what's going on, what, uh, what transpired there. But uh, I, I think this could be potentially a big blow, Alan. Uh, Kanate Mumfield. Uh, hopefully he's back from injury. Jared Wayne, you know, Gavin Bartholomew, tight end. You feel great about those guys. But but beyond that, uh, you know, Jalen Barden has been missing in action uh, you know, since uh, since the beginning of the season. You got to think he's going to be called upon now. Uh, I guess this means maybe more Bub Means, which is not I don't think is a good thing at this point. Uh, so, you know, even though you got Slovis coming back. Uh, in, and hopefully coming back a hundred percent, uh, you got to start questioning, you know, the, the, the quality of weapons he, he has, but I'll say this, you think I, in Mumfield in, in, in Wayne and, and certainly Bartholomew, I think he's got three really good guys there. And I think that's going to put a lot of pressure on those guys to start making plays. I think they've got to really, uh, really feature those guys in you know, as much as they can. Well, and also, come on, when you have the rushing attack Pitt has, yeah. it should be easier for you Slovis. Would think. You would think. Incorporate some some play action, hopefully. Get him some, you know, design some protection for him to make him more comfortable because he just doesn't look comfortable. Receivers dropping balls and fumbling a whole lot this year. Yeah, but getting the ball to them on, on third downs in particular, so, something you're going to look forward for. And also maybe avoiding those third downs, too. Yeah, um, gonna gonna be interesting because this Louisville uh, defense is very susceptible to. You could throw it on them if you want. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. definitely could run it on them if you want. They're they're ready to give up a bunch of yards yeah, and a bunch yeah, of big plays. They are. So they are. Go out there and execute and don't <laughs> yeah. shoot yourself in the foot, and you should be fine. Uh, it's going to be about the both these teams give up a ton of yards, uh, but I think 
Pitt's defense is way more capable of taking the ball away and, you know, really making those those splash plays. Uh, Louisville does have a whole lot of sacks on the year, though, Vince. They're they're they're, you know, near near uh, more than Pitt. So they could get after the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. Um, I, I don't know if that had something to do with the you know, the competition that they were playing against That's true. Or, or what, but, um, you, you know, going up against a Virginia who's given up a, a lot of sacks, you know, Boston College just, you know, has, has been a mess this year. Um, so I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, it, it's going to be, uh, it, it's, it's, they they should be able to move the ball, but then again, you know, we were saying the same thing against Georgia Tech, and and that did not happen. Um, so I I am really hoping, and maybe it's maybe it's wishful thinking that you know this week off has really recharged everybody, refocused everybody because they, they got to know that you know that there is no margin for error here, uh, and they got to they got to come out swinging. Yeah, you got to come out there and also just be prepared. Uh, on that offensive line seriously please i'm gonna say it again please please don't be getting pushed back into my man slovis he can't take it he needs a week he needs a week off he got that but now he needs a week off from running from it for his life and playing scared give him help him boost his confidence up by giving him that protection you know stop stop these louisville defensive linemen from getting back there and they're capable that yaya diaby was watching him, Vince. He's all right. They got a uh, they got good guys up front in the on the in the defensive line. Ashton Gelati, and uh, they're going to be capable of getting to Slovis. But Pitt, of course, has the guys. But can they execute and not get penalties? Man, broken record, <laughs> broken record. But the week off is when broken records sometimes get fixed. So here we go, Pitt Louisville. We will be making predictions on the score. A little bit later, I am uh, I'm I'm excited for this game, Vince. I'm not going to say it's one of your line in the sand games, but I th- I think after this week, it's really going to be a, a, a statement on what what kind of team this was. Yeah. at the end, you're yeah. going to have to go back. That Louisville uh, game was where they became uh, an underachieving team, a team that totally lost focus, a team that uh, took that next step up. And became that that team that was similar to the ACC championship team. Uh, That's uh, all this week. I agree with you. I agree with you. You know, we, we've we've talked a lot about injuries. You know, we've talked about some, you know just you know uh, maybe not being prepared at times. You know, just you know all kinds of fluky stuff uh, that's happened. Well, you know, right here this game, there is no excuse. You know, if, if they don't come out here and put on a good performance, then. The fact of the matter is that they're just not that good this year. Uh, that, to me, that's the, and that that's that's harsh to say, but uh, you know we had high expectations, and now they got to come out here and they got to they got to show them they got to prove it. And let's not forget, besides the revenge trip to Kalamazoo, this is their first road game of the, yeah. in the conference and their well, first big road test. Yeah, I, I mean, but I, Pitt Pitt was undefeated last year on the road. This uh, it, they, this, this might be all because of scheduling. This we haven't seen the real Pitt Panthers yet because they haven't gotten to do what they'd like best, and that's go on it, the road. They they get they get up. Uh, they to, they get focused whenever they go on the road. They are not afraid. Uh, of, I think they thrive off of going into somebody else's house, and I think they like they like the fact maybe that this is a night game that the crowd's going to be into it at the start. Uh, they'll have time. Uh, you know that crap crowd will probably have been walking a bourbon trail 
uh, you know, for for 12 hours prior to this game. They'll, they'll be ready to go, and I think the Panthers are going to come in. They're going to thrive on that. They're going to be ready to go and shut this crowd up. I mean, this is going to be a big-time atmosphere, especially because, you know, they might be scoreboard watching, seeing Georgia Tech's losing to Virginia, and everybody in that stadium on both sidelines is going to think they have Opa winning the Coastal because Georgia Tech, of course, dominating yeah. the conference right now, <laughs> the division right now. Okay, well, obviously, and of course, can't forget about UNC, but we'll talk about them next week. We'll get to predicting that Louisville game later on, Vince, but let's head on into – the information superhighway where we get all sorts of great thoughts, really sage advice uh, to from fellow Panther fan to fellow Panther fan. Uh, scoops, everything happens on the Pitternet. Can you explain what Internet is? I hear there's rumors on the uh, Internets. And to all those faceless keyboard warriors on Twitter. But we're a good darn football team. I'm proud of these guys. Panther in Kentucky on Panther Lair on Pitt versus UNC at 8 p.m. Great! We can watch the ACC refs fix the game for UNC in primetime. Think I'm kidding? Stay tuned. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with this. I, I know our co-host Pam is not on. She'd be very mad at me for, for talking about this here. But uh, I've, I've already heard people other than Panther and Kentucky talking about this. Uh, you know, Pitt has never won at North Carolina. Uh, it is always a struggle against them, regardless of where we play. The st- most stressful game of the year. Uh, always, uh, you know, strange things uh, that, that can't be explained when it comes to officiating. Uh, whenever they play against the Tar Heels. Uh, I don't expect this game to be any different, uh, especially with North Carolina you know, potentially having a lot to play for here. Uh, it's going to be a tough game, a game that Pitt cannot leave in doubt if they're going to hope to come home with a victory. It's, it's not anything I want to think about right now, Panther yeah, Kentucky. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't want to. It's next week. I'm already dreading it. Uh, thinking about not only, I mean, just the fixing and, uh, and and all that and all those kind of issues, the conspiracy conspiracy theorizing, that's a whole nother level of stress just on top of playing the team themselves, UNC. Yeah. Always, always a rough week, but fun if it's anything like last year. And what's I'm just hoping the weather's really bad. That's all. I, that's, <laughs> what I'm, that's the only thing, I only thought about that game in my head that, right now. That's other something. Than that. That is something that ACC referees cannot control. Although that harp system is out there, so maybe yeah. they can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the uh, Jefferson Pilot Starship has control of harp, but that's another conspiracy show we're going to have to uh, maybe start up if, if more Panthers want it. Ask for it on the Pitternet. Maybe we'll give it to you, but I don't know. I think Pitt matches up well, but that's too early to talk about. We have to see this week first, Panther in yeah. Kentucky. Quit looking ahead. Snap hook 297 on Panther Lair. The stats don't lie. Vanderbilt Har stinks. 14 in punting in ACC. Two block punts, which are on him. The stats don't lie. This Australian punter, not as good as others. I think I agree with that, Vince. Yeah, uh, it it has not not been well, uh, not gone uh, too good 
the punting so far this year. Uh, two punts, bad enough that they were blocked, but basically, you know, one for a touchdown, one you know inside the five yard line. Pitt somehow won both those games. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm not quite sure what to think about that. But yeah, it, it has not been good. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, hopefully, th- this guy c- can improve, um, Sam Vanderhaar, uh, and, and and get better. I mean, they got to you know, in addition to not uh, you know having punts blocked, a lot of these punts have not gone very far uh, either. So. Um, I, Do you I don't think know. that's because I, of Acrisure Heinz Field Creature Stadium? Do you think that it's just punting's really hard, I, harder than field goal kicking there? I, I wouldn't think so. Um, uh, it, I, well, I'm not saying it's not harder, but I'm just saying that I don't think I, I don't think the field or the stadium has anything to do with it. Um, uh, maybe the fact that it's an NFL stadium, maybe uh, I, I'm not sure, but. Uh, we'll see. This, this is something I, you know. If they, if this doesn't get corrected by the end of this season, then you, you got to be looking somewhere else for, for a punter. You cannot go in the next year with this. Uh, I got one for you here on the Pitternet, Vince, from JT ninety two on Reddit. Okay, Hit Reddit on 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 the transfer of Jaden Bradley. And uh, I don't know if JT92 is based in Reno, Nevada, but it could be. My suspicion is that he's been running with the ones the last two weeks. I'm guessing Mumpfield and or Barden are cleared to play, and Bradley was no longer running with the ones. Maybe he didn't take kindly to that after having a good performance against Tech, both Techs. This is completely message board speculation. I like that, owning up to the message board speculation. Nevertheless, good luck to Jaden at his next school. Uh, how come everyone's wishing him good luck at his next school, but not Addison? Uh, just different circumstances, brother. That's, that's all i got to tell you. I, mean, I wish I was wishing Addison good luck, and I was hoping he would do well at us. gets hurt last week. I, I will say this. I, I, we don't know what's going on here, but, but uh, to transfer midseason and – it's you know again we don't know the circumstances but from the outside you know it looks like you're quitting on your teammates and, and that's just and it's not like you could go to another school right now and play on a different team next week might you as wait well till next playing. year get the game yeah, tape I, if I, you can I, yeah i i don't i don't get it i'm, I'm not quite sure uh maybe this is beneficial for both parties uh to, to just uh, get away from each other as soon as possible i don't know um, uh, transfer hope, hope, portals so much better than free agency or trades. You know why? Because there's so many other factors involved. The speculations all it all doesn't matter because there's no way of actually knowing. Because these aren't millionaires. There and there's a lot of them making decisions for their future, for their family, for something that just came up, for anger at playing time, for an incident with the quarterback at halftime. You don't know why someone's transferring, uh, but. You could say, yeah, maybe on the outside, it looks like middle of the season, you're quitting on your team. And I guess if you're jumping to conclusions, I never will when it comes to the transfer portal, Vince. I have no idea why he's leaving, but I'll wish him the best of luck. Uh, Addison, we had a better idea for why he left. You're right. That was a different circumstance. And uh, hey, good thing he got all that money ahead of time. Got hurt. I I suppose so. I don't think he would have got hurt at Pitt, though. You don't UPMC. think? UPMC. 
You're right. Better medical. Because well, no, better... no pit players have got hurt this year so far. Yeah. Well, they, they're all, well, yeah, no one just had to kind of basically retire from college football because of it. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm wishing Jordan Addison uh, the best of luck. I, a good thing I, ha- I didn't see on the Pitternet, there was not a lot of shot in fraud on the Pitternet for Jordan Addison this week, <laughs> at least what from what I saw. I don't know about you. Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw a lot. <laughs> I saw some <laughs> stuff that we probably probably shouldn't be talking about. <laughs> Well, it's they say it's human nature, but not in my nature. I li- I like Jordan Addison still. Okay, that's the Pitternet, and that's what they're saying out there on the keyboards. But what about with their mouths around town, from the north side to the south side, and all the way over in Zillianople? People still talking about Izzy. People still talking about this pit team and how good they could be, but. How good they aren't right now because of some losses earlier in the season already, Vince. Yeah, yeah, there is some. Uh, there, there's a fine line between uh, you know being ranked really high and and not ranked at all. And, and uh, yeah, one one game did come back and bite them. And that fine line is something people around town will always talk about and hold you to a certain kind of standard. Another Saturday coming, and the Panthers are playing. Time to find out what the answers are. Saying. You see that Tennessee beat Bama down there last week? Yeah, you know, all them fans, yeah, they tore down a goalpost and that. Yeah, they ain't used to winning much down there. You think they would have tore down them goalposts, you know, at Akershire if, if Pitt beat that team? What the hell's Akershire? Hell to Pitt. That's what the Yinzers are saying. Uh, Alan, we talked about it last week. Uh, a, a good week for Pitt to be on by. A ton of huge games. Uh, you know, that Alabama Tennessee game being one of I, them. They they did I not disappoint. It. Oh they did, man, they did not disappoint. Uh, Alabama Tennessee, Utah, Southern Cal, TCU, Oklahoma State, Michigan, Penn State. All those games delivered. Uh, it just really exciting action. A lot of exciting action this week, Alan. Oh, college football. I loved last week. No stress of our own team playing, just getting to sit back and enjoy all the big games. And, uh, you know, okay, maybe I picked Alabama to crush Tennessee, and that didn't happen, certainly. But I was happy to see them win. It's a different era, maybe, in the SEC, or maybe at the end. Still, everyone I'm talking to, Vince, this week, <laughs> it's all going to Bama will be in there anyway. I, in the I, I did hear a comment. Uh, I did hear a comment from an odds maker that said if Alabama and Tennessee were playing next week on a neutral field, Alabama would still be favored by six and a half points. So, I agree. I agree uh, with that it, as well. There, there was some bizarre stuff that happened in that game. Uh, Nick Saban, you know, a, a rare coaching blunder, I thought, with, with some really bad clock management at the end of that one. Uh, but. You know, it is what it is. I'm sure Al- Alabama, they, they still have uh, control their own destiny, so to speak. Uh, and I'm sure they're not going to go down without a fight. Uh, but, Alan, we do have a lot of big games to talk about this week. One uh, particular in the ACC, I don't think anybody saw this coming. Number 14, Syracuse, still undefeated, uh, g- getting 13 and a half points at, at Death Valley. Number five, Clemson here. Uh 
Syracuse, I just don't I, I don't know if I trust that big lanky quarterback. Uh I, I don't know what to think. Uh yeah, they play tough. Uh but Clemson just just appears to be on another level now, dog. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think, think so. I, I think there's a lot of teams on their level. They're just they're they're pulling it out though. The thing is, they they have this Clemson they're team. Getting maybe they're getting better every week. They're t- very talented, but I'm comparing them to the past ta- Clemson teams. Maybe isn't as talented no. across the board, but has a ton of grit. Man, they're very gritty. <laughs> they're they're not messing around trying to get back to their spot in the ACC. I'll give them that. But this the Syracuse team. Watching that game against NC State, they've got the grit too. They've got they the good do. running back. They've got a, a a wide receiver who knows how to make a big play in Aronda Gadsden. I mean, they aren't making me a believer, but they're definitely making me worry as a Pitt fan. I'm still picking Clemson, Vince. Um, I've been going broke. Well, if I was betting, actually betting. Uh, I'd be going broke <laughs> betting against Syracuse. Uh, good thing I'm in California and can't lose all this money. I don't think I picked a game correctly last week on our picks. Uh, but this week I'm confident I got Clemson winning for sure. Okay. Um, and, and then the line we're looking at, what, what are they, what, what are we I'm looking at? I'm seeing 13 and a half right now. Ooh, that's so much. That's what I see too. 13 and a half Clemson. Oh man. I don't want to do that in the ACC. I don't want to get two touchdowns against a team, especially a team that's ranked. I'm Clemson, but I don't see them covering. I wouldn't double digits. It makes sense to me, but I don't know about, two whole touchdowns yeah, and the extra I, points. I, I think I would lay it just for the fact that Clemson's at home in this game, but maybe I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> DJ, you, Gaga, la, you little lady Gaga AA is so inaccurate that they are susceptible to close games against all quality opponents. I think. Yeah, that's true. If you, that's and true. if you could, if you could just keep Shipley, at bay somewhat and make them maybe figure out ways to just get him the ball and make it a little bit more difficult uh, instead of just running all over you. Play good goal line defense, which teams have been able to do against them some this this year. Um, I think you have a chance. Syracuse definitely does with the way they're playing. Pretty sound football and uh, yep. not looking forward to playing them, but Tigers will win this. Yeah, I think so. Uh, next up here, this is a Big 12 eliminator. Alan, both these teams, one conference loss, uh, number 25, 20, uh, Texas Longhorns laying six uh, in Stillwater. It's the number 11 Oklahoma State Cowboys. Uh, very close loss last week for Oklahoma State. Uh, Great game. In, in overtime against I TCU. I told you, Max yeah. Duggan. Ho! What a bad dude. That guy, yeah. is, he is... He is like uh, just bricks. What a rugged, rugged QB they have at TCU. Yeah, I, I mean, it just uh, – uh, uh, it, it was a shame one, that team had to lose that game. Uh, I, I Here, I, I I think Oklahoma State's very good, especially with, you know, what, what they were able to do uh, against TCU. Texas still just not complete enough, not deep enough. For me, I, I'm kind of surprised they're favored in this game, to be honest. Uh, m- maybe somebody knows something I don't, uh, but I will. I, I would be firmly on uh, on uh, on Oklahoma State in this game. 
Well, I'm I'm not. I watched them last week, Vince, in that as closely as I have all year, and uh, they put up a lot of points. They went to the to overtime against a really good TCU team, but Texas, I think, is really good at uh, kind of making it making it a stressful game on you, and they've they've experienced that uh, a lot this year. Um, they went out there, they whooped on OU. They learned tough lessons against Tech and, and Alabama. Uh, they are a team that's improving, I think. Okay. Card, I think, is a pretty good, ac- pretty accurate uh, quarterback. Doesn't turn the ball over. Uh, and, of course, B. John Robinson is a hell of a running back. One of the best in the country. And uh, I think Texas is going to win this game. I, I think what we saw against OU is really a glimpse at what the future of the Big 12 would look like. If Texas was staying there, but good thing they're not. But then also the Big 12 is kind of not going to be the Big 12 anymore. So Texas is getting a lot better. And I think Oklahoma State uh, coming off that loss, that's where you learn a lot about a team even more. So that's going to be interesting that they're co- if they ca- were coming into this game after a win against TCU, I might be more confident in Texas to win. <laughs> that, that makes sense, but uh, yeah, I yeah. hear what you're saying. But I'm going. I, I'm going Longhorns. I disagree. I will be on the pokes uh, for for this game. Some good two way action there. Uh, maybe the game of the week uh, out in the Pac-12, Allen. Uh, number nine. The streak continues. The streak continues. <laughs> <laughs> they, they use the Pac-12 game of the week every week. Uh, this this line is up to six points right now. UCLA getting six points in Eugene against number ten Oregon. I'm seeing a, a total of sixty nine and a half uh, at, at across the board, except for Caesars seventy. I'm seeing uh, this is this is going to be a tremendous game. Uh, I feel like everybody keeps counting UCLA out. Uh, every week, but I'm I'm going to stick with them here, getting the points. Uh, I'm not quite sure if they're going to win the game, but I, I do like the Bruins here. Yeah, you keep doubting Dorian Thompson Robinson. You keep keep it up. Keep putting the chip on that guy's shoulders and watch and, him go out there and, and, and tear it up. And and they're they're going against Bo Nix, who is it feels like he's due for just a disaster of a game. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. He is throwing a very un. Unbo Nicks, uh, 12 touchdowns, three picks. Not not the slinger he once was. Uh, but uh, in this game, I think we're seeing shootout. I think we're seeing yeah. UCLA win. Uh, possibly, a, a, I don't know, this is going to be like a 42 to 39 game. Yeah. Uh, look for the, uh, my, my, my favorite, Jake Bobo, to, for UCLA to haul in some touchdowns. But, of course, DTR, baby. Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson leading the Bruins uh, in this one. Chip Kelly Bowl, going to be really fun, UCLA and Oregon. I, uh, yep. I'm i just mad that the UCLA SC doesn't mean as much anymore. But well, SC it still keeps, could. It still could. Yeah, yeah. yeah, better when they both have zeros in that L column. Yeah, that's uh, true. Um, but we'll, we'll see if Oregon could spoil that for us. Man, what a fun Pac-12 game, though. I'll, I will be watching this. And this is the side of game day, correct? Uh, I believe so. Wow. Yes. Wow. And it's going to be, it's going to be rowdy. I cannot wait. This is uh this is a, a really exciting matchup. when you talk about just the quarterbacks too, that's when I, yeah. I like just two great college quarterbacks. Fun to watch. <laughs> this will be, 
this will be a good one. Yeah, uh, go UCLA though, uh, because not because I like them or anything. Of course, fight on SC, but want them to be undefeated for that game. Yeah, yep. Uh, in the SEC, uh, number twenty three Mississippi State uh, getting three touchdowns uh, on the road against number six ranked Crimson Tide in Tuscaloosa. Allen, you got to imagine Alabama is just furious in this, this game. Unfortunate uh, but, for the yeah, they were they were giving up points at will. It seemed like against Tennessee, uh, Mississippi State, not quite as high powered of an offense, but they certainly have the ability to to throw it around. Uh, do you think this one could be close? No, no way. <laughs> I Mississippi okay. State. Lo- I lost a lot of respect for them losing to Kentucky last week the way they yeah. did. I don't. Th- I can't believe they really they got double digited. Very unexpected for me. I, I picked uh, the Bulldogs last week. And now you're facing the worst possible team to face coming off of a loss. And you do not have the offensive gimmickry. You don't have the talent of a Tennessee to uh, really frustrate Alabama. I just can't wait to see what the Alabama defense does to make up for that performance last week. I am very, very confident in Nick Saban and Alabama to bounce back from that one. And uh, I, I might pick them by four touchdowns in this. Whoa. <laughs> I, I I don't, I mean, just, I don't know if Mississippi State quite has the receivers that Tennessee has, you know, in, and uh, just be able to score like that on, on Alabama. And I, I, I don't, but, you know, Alabama, they, they've, they look suspect at times this year. I don't, as strange as that is to say, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to be getting involved in this. Um, <laughs> but but <laughs> I, I just I want to stay. I, I just want to stay out of it. I mean, I don't want to be anywhere near because of what Alabama is going to do to Mississippi State. I think Nick Saban <laughs> right now should give a public apology for what they're going to do to the Bulldogs. Well, it, well he, he's not going to. So quit asking. Uh, in the Big 12, Allen, uh, a, a primetime game here. Uh, both these teams undefeated in the conference. The, the winner, certainly in the driver's seat to make it uh, to Dallas for that, that Big 12 championship game. Uh, the number 17, K-State uh, Wildcats uh, getting three and a half in Fort Worth against number eight, TCU Horned Frogs. Uh that that power high powered offense of uh, TCU, um, it put up a ton of points last week. Um, it, they've been putting up points every single week. People love betting on them. I don't know if that's uh, this. This still could be a trap here. I just Kansas State. I just don't know. Do do they have enough? Uh, is eight Martinez going to be able to, you know? quarterback this team to, to that many points certainly you know a lot of talent around them you know Deuce Vaughn one of the best backs in the country uh but you know are they going to be able to keep pace at all uh with TCU I wouldn't think so looking on the surface I I mean that would just be a, the biggest outlier on anyone's uh resume in college football if TCU lost this game to me they are a team that is <laughs> oh man well, I mean, this is a ranked team, Alan. I mean, yeah, but they're they scored ten points last week, ten. K State, or yeah, in their last game against Iowa State, like they they don't score at this rate. They they 
they have a couple of you know b- big forty point plus point uh, victories, but that's against you know Missouri and an OU team that we all know is dog doo doo. So this this K State team with Martinez at quarterback, I don't think is going to be able to keep up with just the well oiled machine of the hor- horny toads. You'd have to beat them like seventeen to fourteen. TCU isn't going to just score fourteen points in a game. It's impossible. Uh, because they're just too good, too talented. Sonny Dykes, baby, making me a believer. There's your Big 12 champs, the TCU Horn Frogs, big win this week. Yeah. I, and, I, a, and a cover, three and a half. That's very I, easy. I, I, I would seem to agree with you. I, I, I can't believe that this line is this close. So, somebody may know something I don't about it. Um, I, I would, I'd be Maybe, very interested to see. Here's my theory. Maybe you saw Duggan in, at the end of the game was, he was totally beat up in that game, playing banged up. Uh, maybe he's a little hurt. Maybe, maybe even injured at going into this game and someone knows something, but I'm not speculating on that. I see, I see the game tape. That's what I see. And I see TCU definitely pulling out this win with a cover. Let's go 55 to, uh, 18. Okay. Uh, last game here, the one we're all here to talk about, Pitt at Louisville. Right now, Alan, Pitt is a two-and-a-half-point underdog in this game, pretty much across the board with a total of 55, uh, Alan. Now, I've seen this line has creeped up to two-and-a-half uh, so far, you know, this week on Sunday at the Circa, I saw it open as a pick'em. Uh, other places like the Westgate, I saw it open at at, at Pitt as a as a one point dog. And uh, you know, right now it just it's just keep creeping up, and it's now up to two and a half points. Um, I, I don't know if it's uh, you know the assurance that that Cunningham is going to play in this game, uh, it being the difference. I, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, Pitt hasn't looked you know, great, I suppose, uh, the past several games, a little shaky, but Louisville's looked pretty shaky as well. I don't know if it's just a a home field uh, type thing uh, for the reason why this line is so close. I don't know. I'm just looking at this game saying Pitt is getting uh, uh, hopefully a lot of guys back healthy for this game. Hopefully Keaton Slovis is back to 100% and and a uh, kind of returning the form from earlier this year. Hopefully we're getting a Rodney Hammond back in this game. Uh, Cause I, I don't see if, if Hammond and, and the Banacanda are, 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 are rolling this game. I don't see Louisville stopping them. Hopefully we're getting guys back on defense uh, that are, you know, more healthy. We're, we're knowing our assignments better. We're, we're going to shut down this running game. That's what it's going to come down to. I know I said hopefully a lot because <laughs> we do need we do need uh, th- these guys back. We do need everybody back. I think they are. I think they're ready to go, and I think Pitt's going to pull out a win here. You know, Pitt going into this game has really had uh, an interesting first handful of games this season. If you look at them, they had a close one in a rivalry game. They nearly took down, with a backup quarterback in that one, uh, a team that just beat Alabama. I mean, they they went out and lost the primetime game to a team that just fired their coach and is one of the worst in the ACC. Uh, they beat a, a, FB, a, 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 or a group of five school handily in a, in a game they wanted some revenge in on the road. They they ha- they have 
a resume so far that would indicate this is a team with talent. This is a team that can win a close game. This is a team that could whoop on you. And they're going on the road for the first time in the ACC. Uh, and we know still not everything about them, but that's what we know. Louisville going into this game has not won a close game. The close games yeah. they've been in, they've lost. Louisville's lost the close games they've been in. Louisville's defense is suspect. Not to say Pitts isn't at times, but Louisville's resume going into this and their personnel, uh, I'm surprised uh, at the two and a half. Seems a little high. I would go one or pick them if, I, if I'm and that's not, uh, trying to be unbiased uh, because the Panthers, what Tennessee just did is it should impress people when it comes to Pitt, no? Am I you wrong? You would think. Yeah, Am I, mean, I wrong? Alabama, uh, you know, or t- t- or uh, how should I say that? Alabama scored Tennessee scored more points on Alabama in 18 minutes than it took them, you know, all the whole game plus overtime uh, in order to score. Uh, you know, they just uh, it was not uh, that team's rolling, and and Pitt was able to slow them down more than anybody. Look at total yards. Look at points. Uh, that An different kind of half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, different <laughs> different kind of offense uh, that they're going up against this week for sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Pitt's shown that they could play with anybody. Absolutely. And, you know, maybe they lost that game. Maybe they lost to Georgia Tech. But Pitt has so much talent still and, and has hopefully a healthier team than they did a couple of weeks ago against Virginia Tech going into this that I have to pick them to win. And I think they're going to beat, beat this Louisville team on the road in maybe their best performance. I'm going to go out and say it because I just oh. think they have the matchups uh, offensively. Uh, this is a team that is now really embracing that run, run, run first identity. I think uh, there's pride, pride being taken in Izzy Abanacanda's success. Ronnie Hammond coming back hopefully will be just even more, uh, more, more tools and and in in Signetti's uh, t- toolbox uh, going into this game. Offensive line I think is getting confident running the ball, and then. In terms of Slovis, I think he's going to have his best opportunities in this game, even though he lost one of his receivers. Uh, not someone that he was super fond of throwing to all the time. Was learned, was mm-hmm. probably developing a relationship, but this is a big game for him. Defensively, Pitt's going into this. They they can beat Malik Cunningham. Uh, they can beat a, a team that has uh, you know solid running backs. It's just can they keep their heads right? Uh, and keep keep this team in check because and, and force them to make those pl- those plays down the field. You don't want to give up the easy plays, Pitt. And the thing about them is they're going to ask you to make tough plays on them and give you really good op- high percentage chances at making those relatively. Uh, but Pitt giving up the easy plays on long runs is what's killing them this year. And cleaning that up in a bye week is what it's all about coaching-wise. And I'm confident in the coaching staff. So I got Pitt winning, Vince. I'm going to go 29-16 to 16 over okay. Louisville. Uh, but, it'll probably, gonna... but it'll probably be a little bit closer than that. But I, I just built up the matchups on offense, so I'm, I'm going to go all out. Best performance of the year. Okay, I'm going to go 34-24 in this game. I, I, I nice. still think that this uh, running attack, I think they're, they're still – you know, while they're not perfect for sure, you know, uh, a Banacanda just has that ability to hit these big runs. 
And, and I still think he, he's going to be able to hit enough of those, uh, plus some some improvement fr- from the passing game. I, I'm a firm believer in that uh, until proven otherwise. And you know, defensively, I, I do think that, you know uh, they they got to show me that they could stop a team, uh, you know, consistently for 60 minutes. I uh, still got to think that, that Louisville is going to hit a couple big plays, but I don't think it's going to be enough, and the Panthers going to come out of here with a win. There you go. I like that, and that means Pitt would be 5-2 and two going into next week's matchup with UNC, and uh, we will be breaking that game down, recapping this Louisville game next week right here on the Hell to Pitt podcast. Vince, what a what a r- really great week, I think, now that I think about it. Now we've done the show. We had the week off. I do feel refreshed and ready for this game. Yeah, I, I, you got to. Uh, this is a this is a big one here. This is this is going to really determine the trajectory of this team uh, throughout the rest of the year and tell us really how good they are. Uh, and I cannot wait to watch it. Eight o'clock ACC Network prime time. I, I don't care where you are. If you're at your house, if you're at the Acorn Club, wherever it may be, uh, you know, get get to a television and, and make sure you're watching this one. It's going to be big. Yeah, get get your IC or IC light. You got your choice. It's a big game, baby. Man, podcasting's therapeutic. I feel good, confident, better than I did coming into it. No wonder Kenny Pickett was so great last year. He was doing radio <laughs> and podcasts all the time. It gives, gives you a good feeling going into a big game. Hopefully, you got that good feeling too, everybody. Vince, you got anything left for them? Oh, just can't get can't get hyped enough for this game. Everybody, get ready for it and hail the pick. Okay, at H2P Show, remember, is where you can hit us up on Twitter if you want to interact on social media. Hail2, that's the number two, hail2pitpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email and interact that way, we appreciate you, we love you, and we really, really hope Pitt beats Louisville. So when we're back here next week, we're talking about a huge ACC matchup with Pitt and UNC. But until then, enjoy the game, everybody, and hail to 